where they can't accept honest feedback because ultimately you tend to, because you're not vulnerable, you tend to take whatever feedback your spouse is giving you as an attack, as an attack instead of exactly. as, as, a, as, a, as a maybe note to be better. Do you- Hello there and welcome to another episode of Let's Table This a podcast where we talk about the things we have blissfully ignored in the past. On today's episode, we will be um, hearing from a guest, a friend, discussing the issues that society has normalized, things that actually aren't right, but somehow we tend to accept it and move on. Um, So let's tune in. All right. Hello. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. How's it going? I was hoping today we could talk about um, about things that um, that growing up we sort of maybe felt they were normalized, maybe um, in the way we talk or the way we address people. But now mm. that you're more sensitive, now that you're more aware. It, it actually irks you. It's actually like a pet peeve of yours or it's something like you're trying to correct. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, um, mm-hmm. something like, well, like um, we've had this conversation before and I was telling you, they were like, I can say in Sui and the Suhi or I hate that word. Yeah. I know you hate that word too. Yeah. It's, I find it very uncomfortable because I'm just like, I don't know. It's just like somewhere. Let me tell you how I find it's like someone calling me Malo. To be honest, I really, I really hate that word. I don't know so why it has a negative connotation to it for me. It's like, I know what you mean is that, oh, I'm malo, like, I don't, I, your intentions are not good when you say that, like, mm. that way. Do you understand? Because so it's like, it's my, it's my culture. I should, I should be proud of it. But usually when people use that term, they're using it in like sort of a derogatory kind of like, yes, she's a malo yes. bee, exactly. you know, malo bee like to do this, malo, like, I'm just like, uh, okay, whatever. And that's how I feel about that, that term irony is like, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, I, it's uncomfortable. It's, it is. It's very uncomfortable. Like, it's also the way I feel about oh to say I want a kafirini. Mm, exactly. exactly. I'm just like who am I to be throwing that word anyhow? I know, I know, I know. But it's such a Nigerian. I don't know. It's actually I think it's a human thing. Like yeah, people always look for the divide. You know what I mean? Like even exactly, like exactly. Like I find that like it's like you're trying to put. It's we all respect each other's religions and views. You don't have to. Yeah. Use it. You can just say you can use the, if the person identifies as an atheist, just use that term. Exactly. Like, oh, one, um, this person is an atheist. One, I'm a Sumachi, one, um, this person is a Christian. This a person, Christian, exactly. As opposed to, mm-hmm. as opposed to, I just find that, and it's very common. It's very common in places where the majority, obviously, are Hausa people, and yeah. they yeah. accept it as as a norm there. And I think. A lot of if we if we look back if we look back at it like a lot of people now this generation growing up will probably find it to be uncomfortable. I hope. I hope. I mean, uh, honestly, I used to think so. I'm uh, to be honest. A few conversations uh, or threads I followed on Twitter in the past oh, wow. three months have actually changed my mind. If you ask me this, so people still use the 
Mm-hmm. If you asked me this question 10 years ago, I would have said that, oh, our generation is actually going to be much better. We're actually sensitive to these things. But about um, a few weeks ago, there was like this fight that sort of, and you need to see how people got dirty. You know, oh, like, wow. so they were talking about, like, the whole um, riots that happened in Kaduna. Look at him. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone shared a story. If you even check my tale, you'll find the story and come and see the kind of insult that this evil guy got. Exactly. Oh, wow. Like, the stereotypes, everything just came out. And from people I follow, people I actually thought I knew. You know, very disappointing when you oh, think. Oh, my God. <laughs> educated and oh i'm friends with this person for sure they think like me and then all of a sudden they show their their, themselves out in public and you're like whoa i can't associate myself with you anymore i know exactly comfortable as i am with you because it's also the same way i feel like like you said this the term Igbo in hausa i just well not recently like i would Mm -hmm. say two years ago i found Mm -hmm. out that it was like an insult to it's them. An insult, to say, yeah, 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 no, because apparently it means yeah. um, you mean something. It's not how they refer to themselves, right? So exactly. So ever mm. since that, ever since finding that out, I just stopped using that term. I know but, because I'm just like I don't want to offend some. The fact that I know back then I didn't know, and I was using it because I just thought it was like actually what the the the, the house version. Exactly. 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 Yes. Exactly. And but when I found out it was, I was like, okay, then it's offensive. I'm not going to use that term. If if anybody, just the same way, I don't want somebody to call me Malo in the derogatory. Mm. That person, um, Iamri, and the person take offense to it because it's not my intention. I just thought it was like Iamri means Ibo in Hausa, but. But it's not. Yeah, it actually doesn't. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, I didn't know that. So I just stopped. So, and I think Mm. people use that. And I'm like, "Mm." so it definitely is. Like, um, I was telling um, my husband about this podcast idea, and he was like, it's not really uh, really a house thing, or it's not really a Nigerian thing or a human thing. It's just general because. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not we can't just say like oh houses do it to other tribes yeah. because other tribes do it to do houses it. too right and not even that yeah. even a chicken house like a quiet house like the so-called house have a quite there's <laughs> even that you know among house and they sort of look down on other oh other, yes. yeah so it's like where do you where how do you raise your kids to not even know about things like this right or with better sensibilities because I feel like well, it's so tribal. I think we're starting from yourself with let, letting go of um, those, is, is which is, is easy to say, but it's hard to actually do it. It's like letting go of those things that you've learned or sub- subconsciously inher- inherited from mm-hmm. your family. Yeah. Because I'm just like, we need to raise better kids. I don't want yeah. them to. We are all humans yeah. and we that's all you need to know, like, we are all humans the only place maybe i would say okay maybe um you need to the only thing i'll teach them is about their religion but i'm not going yeah. to teach them to say oh this is this this is that yeah. like i yeah. i hope by teaching them their religion and and they understand it clearly that they would be able to um uh, adopt that in their uh, life exactly and, exactly yeah, and not be be tribalistic, the tribalistic or undertones that usually you know it, like no, that we find 
Yeah, like I was telling you the other day when one of my f- good friends was like, oh, you know, uh, okay, you know, um, you know, you're about people and, and their religion. It's oh like, it's like in a way that, oh, maybe they were not um, very stern on being yeah. like, comes to Islam or something. And I was just like, actually, it's like every everybody, everybody. has, every tribe has that, like, that there's some people in the north who think that oh because because just being in the north they kind of know the religion better than other people who hmm. maybe happen to be born in the east or like you know yeah. Muslims are not from Shadi North and they think ah no I, they don't really know but see Muslim chivas will say but 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 square wow. about a room Muslim maybe about something I'm just like actually that are in, not even every tribe everywhere in the world you, you see in the world are, um, better at uh, the religion than others that are learning more that they, they know more than the others so i don't think and that's very common you know? so like even you you will see they don't want to maybe let the unless they know that this person is like an imam or something like yeah when they're like hanging out or something that person will never be al- like allowed to like lead prayers or ah, do something yeah, 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 yeah. very subtle it's very subtle very but subtle. yeah very subtle discrimination it's like you can see like, like who made you the custodian of the religion that exactly you, you know what's in people's hearts and you can decide who is pious and who just is by it. where they're from you know you don't even know this person deeply just because you're, you're you happen to be here like let's say we come to the masjid and there's just one person like a few people there and oh do you need yeah. that just you can tell obviously maybe by their accent or something you're like oh let this person lead us in prayer or something like oh, because yeah. uh, you don't want that other person to lead in prayer but Allah, Allah knows best you know but people, exactly. it's something we need to acknowledge that we inherently even i sometimes find myself that oh i have some thoughts where i'm like but i think the more i've spent time with people exposing yourself letting yeah. people and understanding them obviously you find you find that you have more in common than than sure. you, and it's than you don't and it's yeah. easier to let go of the judgments once you get exactly. to know people exactly yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. Definitely. Oh, because and I then maybe we did, like, uh, what else can we talk about when it comes to societal issues? Like, I think also the way they treat, like, um, helps. Is also a ah, that is so true. That is so true. You you maybe only give the person a, a, a week Sunday off if they're Christian or Friday off. Even if it, some people don't even give them, they don't even give them off. They actually just take time, like they, that, like two hours to go to church or you know to go to the mosque, and then they come and back they, and they resume duty. And let's talk about the fact that their living helps, so they never they don't even have a closing time. They, you know, this is I, oh my god, you hit the nail on here. This is my biggest problem with like African households is that no. just. This person lives in your house. You think they should walk from five a.m. to exactly. whenever you it's 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 um it's it's, it's time for them to close. You don't give them like a specific time. How you like, okay? You can start. It's so normalized. It's normal. No, like let me even say, even in my home, the way okay, they do, <laughs> yeah, like they would be I would be feeling so bad because till like 12 midnight especially during especially times like Ramadan where when you know like most of it revolves around being in the kitchen and everything yeah. and it's usually yeah. later late in the evening late it would be evening. till 12 and then in the kitchen and I'm just like guys like they're human beings like, they're probably like they need to rest like very true 
this very is true. You see people having maids changing all the time, or just it's it's I would it's a form of neglect too. It, it is a form of neglect. It is a form of neglect. Like, and usually these they're usually like younger girls or older women. Yes, and you know maybe they don't really have family around. You know, you're supposed to be taking care of them, but you can always tell the difference. Like I can't remember the last time. Maybe I hung out with, I went to a friend's house or I hung out with some people and I couldn't spot the help. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. that so normalized. It's supposed to be happy. Like, and that is so good. Yeah, even saying the help, like what I was thinking about was even like when you say, okay, maybe you bring in like a family member that comes to stay with ah, you. Yes. I have like my kids are all under three and I bring in like a five-year-old and I'm treating that five-year-old differently like if mm. like foods if I'm buying like my kids toys and stuff I, I won't buy that person I won't buy that like, child my, abuse right there it is, it is like these subtle things where you're treating the person different exactly. because a child a child especially when it comes to a child maybe if you bring in a 20 year old they will know they're like mm-hmm. oh expectations because they've seen the world and everything but a child is just a child and then you want to treat them differently like like come on that is so true and it's such a shame that that's been normalized yeah it's so normalized it is it is is such a shame or something and 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 they will leave the other child i'm just like if you can't take everybody then let us like you can't afford it exactly then all of you should just stay home you don't have one of your own children at home right exactly you don't want to be showing differences like that, especially exactly. if you claim to have adopted or uh, adopted this child into your I family. Know, I know. But let's not, let's, I'm, there's some good people that are able to do that. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. So no, there are good people, like in everything, yeah. like we will never generalize, right? Like there's yeah. always, there's always those people that, that at least they're trying to do good or trying to do better every day. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's, we still can't ignore the fact that there's still... It's, it's normalized, normalized mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, but what is... You know what else is normalized? It's talking what? down to children. We talk down to children. Africans. We, mm-hmm. we it's a very common thing. Obviously, we, we, I would say our generation is doing a lot better with more... Yeah, that's better. Yes, that's something I think we're doing. You know, like something we used to say, like back at home, like that's actually... Oh, when Wawa and Sakare, like all this type of... You think it's something you think is like a joke or like you're just kidding around, but it kind of affects that kid. It does, absolutely. Because... So as a, as a as a society, we need to learn to be better to kids too. Like we yeah, need to learn definitely. just because they're younger doesn't mean that you should talk to them without talk to them that way. way. Yes, that's the way you respect an elderly person. Same way you should respect them. Speak to them with respect so that okay. they know what to accept. Because I find that sometimes it's like we need to learn that because we if we tend to do those things, talking down to them, they grow up to think that it's acceptable for anybody to talk down to them. Mm. They grow up to be timid people sometimes. Like, like it was very. I was shy. I was shy for the longest time. Maybe because I I thought it was okay for anybody to or just afraid to voice my opinions and things. Same. You don't want to 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 do things that will cause anybody to talk harshly to you. I Same. was really afraid of, yeah. of of so I think that is it's something we've normalized. Oh, because exactly. you're keep your mouth keep your mouth shut. No, give what do you know? I know I, yeah, I hate the way we shut children down. Oh, that's what gets to me, my goodness. I'm just like, yeah, like if a kid is voicing out how they're feeling, it's okay. You know, it's okay for them to voice okay. out their yeah. feelings. Absolutely. <laughs> That's uh, why exactly. 
that's why like most most people well i i will talk for people our age because those are the people i've interacted with and these are the people i know right like yeah. i find that people in our um, people in our age bracket sometimes yeah. have difficulties in actually expressing themselves and that's what you get from a child who's grown into an adult a child who has been taught to bottle up their feelings or oh my goodness like now like that's I was talking about this with my sister I was just like Mm -hmm. I find it so hard sometimes to make decisions because for like majority of my life as a kid I I wasn't allowed to like even what to wear what hairstyle to 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 have I wasn't allowed to make those decisions and and it plays a role because I'm just like sometimes I'm just like oh I have to I have to run my decisions by people to make sure I'm mm-hmm. making the right decision and I yeah. find that it annoys me that thing anno- annoys that part of me annoys me because I'm just like oh it's like a, a clutch that is holding me down but yeah mm-hmm. I'm working on it but you know as soon as, as soon as you you you're aware of it you actually start working on it so that's a good thing. yes yes that's, but yeah. I also it, it's one of those things where um, growing up, you've always known like, oh, it's from your dad's house to your husband's house. And, uh, and, and you know, like you've always, it's, you've always been taught to believe like someone else is responsible for you. And of course, the religion is right. But that doesn't mean you can't make your own decisions. So that's, yeah. how, that's why I feel we should tell our daughters. Like, yes, you know, um, alhamdulillah, the religion has made it in such a way that, you know, your father is responsible for you and then your husband. But this doesn't mean that you can't make decisions for yourself. This doesn't mean you can't have a voice, you know. So yeah. there's also but that. You see that even like when you see and and also to because you see that in relationships like between a man and a woman, like mm-hmm. you a relationship and the man is taking most of the decisions and he's not yeah. consulting his spouse and or advised as well yes and, and and that's what he's learned because maybe he's learned that oh uh, no her opinion is not important am i not the head of the house like exactly, exactly. You need that you need to involve that person if this is the person you're going to live with you need to involve that person in that decision because it ultimately affects that person as well so you can't mm-hmm. just take decision and be doing the gish gash on the street exactly Exactly. And you'd be amazed. Oh my God, you'd be amazed to know how hard it actually is for some people. And I'm talking about people with very good hearts. Like this is a good person, but he yeah. just can't unlearn this thing that he has seen so many people that he looks up to do. So do. he just yeah. from, how am I exa- how am I, why should I ask her? You know, mm-hmm. like something as yeah. trivial as paint, you know, or furniture or something I want to change in the house or where we should go for holidays. And really her opinion matters. It does. At least maybe if you like you can start maybe with saying like oh we have two options because maybe this is what mm-hmm. we can afford for mm-hmm. vacation so mm-hmm. with these countries which one would you prefer to True. go to and then it, and it's, it's like because even with like my my kid my three-year-old i try to do that sometimes <laughs> when i want her to do something ultimately i want i give her the options exactly exactly <laughs> yeah it, because instead of just asking what do you want for dinner is that okay? Do you want mac and cheese or do you want fries and turkey bacon or whatever? Yes. Right? So and it gives her the autonomy, from, right? It gives her that feeling of feeling control, like some control over herself and what she does. So, like, even we get like what she wears now, I try to do that with her. I tell her, oh, oh, pick what you want, especially on the weekends. Maybe during the weekday, I can say, ah, no, 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 <laughs> no time for this. But on the weekends, I, I, I let her do those things. So we need to watch. It's it's a, it's a it's been in, in, ingrained in us. So we need to like be be conscious about all these things exactly. like uh, we've, we've come to accept but aren't really acceptable well yeah, yeah. they're not acceptable, acceptable. They're not acceptable. <laughs> and we should start on learning and making sure that these things aren't normalized anymore like your daughter now yeah. 
knows that she's got options. She knows that her opinion matters. Just because I mean, in all in these three years with you, you always seek her opinion in little things like things show up. Yeah. So there's nobody in the future that's gonna come and shut her down or like tell her she doesn't have an opinion. I d- uh, that my fear is for her not to. I just want her to not have that moment where I felt like I couldn't make decisions for myself. Mm. Like I was just like. Being afraid, like not being afraid of to to take risk and do things for myself. I yeah. was, I wanted to be, yeah, to take control of her life just because yeah. of society. And I don't blame our parents. You know, they didn't no, know anything. Exactly, they didn't. I mean, and honestly, they were even maybe doing us good because at that mm-hmm. point, it was what was was what was expected. Exactly. So, not, so they don't they didn't want to draw too much attention to us. So it's like, oh yeah, just go with the flow. And, yeah. you know, they, will put a, they probably put us in environments where they hope we would learn better, which we have, alhamdulillah. So, yeah. Kudos to our parents. I but find yeah. that sometimes mm-hmm. I, 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 when I learn things, I tell, I tell my mom about it and she actually tries to implement them, which is cute because I'm like, oh, oh at least she's learning. You know how they say old people tend to know new things. I'm like, it's hard, obviously. She's, she'll see oh. the things that she's comfortable with, but I see her trying, especially yeah. with my her grandchildren right she tries with her grandchildren so. yeah yeah my my mom does that although my mom likes to play devil advocate a lot like i would say like you know sort of like a story that's trending and yeah she loves the patriarchy oh my god i didn't realize how much man my mom was like no no no, no. Like, oh my god oh so- you know like oh my god no they're the same they're the same because sometimes i'll tell my mom there was an instance where i was like um if 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 some if so so and so happens to me, I'll just like do something. And she was like, "No, you should calm down and respect." I'm like, "Yo, like your time is different. My time is different. I know exactly. what I can take, exactly. <laughs> and, like, and I know what I can't take. Like, I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to be able to handle this, and that's okay I, because that's just what they're used to. <laughs> I know, I know that, and that also that's another thing that's normalized, right? How early? Oh, oh my god. Like, and why is it always the woman that has to be her, her uh, to be patient? Exactly. Nobody let me tell you, do you know the before my wedding, the amount yes. of people that spoke to me about patience go, I don't think they spoke to my, my husband about patience. And that's something we have realized. And I've heard this so many times where it's the woman they'll tell all the things how to treat her husband, how to but who is telling the man how to treat his wife, how to be respectful. How to be kind to her? Nobody, nobody, nobody is having a conversation with him. Everyone is just feeling him. That they're, they're always giving the, the 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 woman in the relationship. So it's something we've also normalized in society. Everybody Absolutely. wants to. It's like it's the onus is on the wife to keep this marriage going forever. Like, do you understand? Like, so you always feel like guilty if anything happens. I'm just like my guy. Like, we're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. The onus is on both of us. Is it yeah. like? both parties to to carry this relationship so yeah. let's all if you're giving advice please older people parents yeah. you yeah. young person give advice to both parties to both don't parties. just absolutely focus on one party and, and say they should do this like slave and everything for the other party yeah because know? that actually hurts the marriage like you know it does it's it's a marriage is when you know you guys can actually have the conversations the difficult conversations each other you guys can actually table them out and actually talk you know sometimes you guys wouldn't agree on certain things but the respect mm-hmm. is still there so you don't even agree with this even if he's beating her here would you and that is how like like in your previous podcast you talked yeah. about this is what gets women where they're not unable to talk to people and this is what Absolutely. leads to commit crimes 
crimes of what what exactly. do we call them crimes of fashion that's that's so true that is so true like that like when it's only when we're getting when you when the marriage is coming about you only talk about talk to focus like it's it, it tends to be a lot on the women, woman they like oh you know stay in your marriage don't let anybody is anybody yeah. telling the man that's i know i don't and know. I actually thought that was normal because all the weddings i grew up going to that was what i was mm-hmm. wearing until i actually oh. until i made um other friends or you know until my um, friends were not house they started getting married and i actually said mm-hmm. and that's not how it is you hear things no. like um don't you dare do this to my daughter i was like ah, this is interesting like i didn't even know like you know, you're oh. supposed to the groom like this in front of you know to even confirm that i know that they don't do that to the house to the men my husband is not but he said he didn't even get that kind of pep talk nobody talked to him about but the amount of times i heard it like was oh yeah i remember i was actually like i was there like when you're getting married and i feel like i was ready for everybody to leave you alone so that i could just you could get some air because the number of K-Hop for the English really, I was like, they don't even have that kind of relationship. Like, do you even know her and her husband? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, that's not even the way he talks to her. So, like, that's they came and they're like, oh, English Kiberi, Kiberi. I'm like, huh. Oh, wow, okay. I'm just not even, and I'm, and I've grown. I'm not even that kind of person exactly. anymore. Maybe my old self, but I'm exactly. definitely not that kind of person that would take. No. Like, Alhamdulillah, we have a, a very understanding a relationship. relationship. Yeah, yes, yeah. where we were able to discuss things at exactly. table and, out and exactly. air it. So, and you know, you know those. It's yeah. about like the person. Like yesterday, um, my previous podcast, some people, from some, um, the speaker was saying, some people are just. They just don't know better, right? So they don't even treat yeah. you good. But you have a good person who is always trying to be better. And I'm lucky to say the same thing. I've got like a good man. Yes, Alhamdulillah. Always mm-hmm. to be better, right? But like, no, um, it's just normalized that, oh, there's this whole thing going about Ari women, which I'm very uncomfortable with. My brother is an, an Ari woman. Your brother is an Ari woman. So mm-hmm. like, like, My dad is an Ari woman. <laughs> Ari woman. So when you hear things like that, even though we're not with Ari women, obviously we feel some type of way. And I just, and I think it's up to us, IRL women, to yes, it make is. sure that that is not normalized. I don't know, especially with, with the younger, your kids coming up now. Exactly, exactly. You, you, because I, I keep telling my sister and I'm like, yeah, my nephew, he needs to be there. He needs to be everything the girls do, he should do and vice yeah. versa. Like, yeah. don't be, because that's where it starts. It starts from feeling like, oh, yeah, the girls are in the kitchen or whatever. And I'm just relaxing. Or yeah. the girls, are, like, those little tiny things you think are irrelevant are the things that kind of build up and make it, um, um, they come up to this, become this adult. And you're just like, this is not that the kind true. of man I would want yeah. to marry. You, understand? you should bring your kid to be the type of man you would want to see yourself with i would say that's very, how very if true. i had a son very, very if i had true. a son i would want to be my son to be the kind of man i would i would i as a woman know that um at least women will want to be with yeah, because absolutely. i don't want him to yeah absolutely. to be any kind and yeah, even with the girls to just, you know, f- learning to be financially independent and yeah. all that stuff is yeah. also important. Don't be marriage, marriage, marriage is nice and all, but like, don't be pushing that on people exactly. too. Like, let them, exactly. let them gain the skills that they require it's to required. be in a marriage and also so that they can be independent and not feel like they need to be, yeah. or something, you know, because those are the things, once you feel that, you know, um, once you just feel like you need someone in that aspect, 
then you know yeah you can't accept any man in your life because you think he's going to save you from 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 this um life of no cash or something life of no income no that's so then you accept any type of man that is so yeah that is so true and i mean i see that happening every day you know to people who don't deserve it, like not the men, because yeah. they don't deserve to have all that pressure on them. And the women too, they don't deserve to have someone treat them so bad yeah. just because, you know, they are at the, at the mercy of these people. But yeah, hopefully yeah. we're going to change all these things that have been normalized one conversation at a time. I think so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, we do. We need to, we need to be more open. Like, and that, that, that's the thing, like, oh my, what else is there? <laughs> you know what I, I, I think about that is normalized. What? We tend to not like talk about like, um, maybe problems we're facing in the, that's in the home with like a family member uh, yeah. and you're trying to protect that family yeah. member or something. Absolutely. You don't know, maybe other family people, other people are experiencing that in their family. We, we should, it's like what you mentioned with mental health in yeah. your other podcast. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like we should talk about it so that it is more, it's out there because everything you try to hide is, it's like it's shameful. Exactly. Do you understand? Yeah. When you don't yeah. talk about things like it's a, like a shameful thing, it's not. If it's a, if, if we need to talk about these things so that it's more open and what we can have conversations have, about it. Like, and oh, people can oh, heal and move, move on from it, right? As yeah. As opposed to, oh, you so even your whole life. These men life. now can mm-hmm. learn from it. Or if, if we're having more conversations, yeah. I think more men who, who seem to be, better at it should come out also to encourage their brothers and you know talk about yes. it more with them no i i definitely <laughs> agree um i i heard i was reading a tweet recent just before just before i came on and this person was like there's so many people there's so many women who are talking about their traumas recently you know mm-hmm. exactly yeah. men are not doing that and she feels very sad for them because it means people are just bottling up all this oh my god that's also normalized men are not allowed to have emotions mm. oh my goodness mm. why is that like even 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 us women find it uncomfortable if we see a man that is um, overly emotional or overly yeah, expressive or like i want to get a get a grip why do you say that we should stop using terms like that like are you are you a girl are you yeah you know yeah we should definitely yeah like we should we should what they call it on Twitter. What to say? We should normalize um, men being emotional, yeah, being expressive. It's okay Absolutely. to be and vulnerable. Absolutely. It is okay, and that is also comes down to why we're having all these issues. Is that they feel like they're not, they can't be vulnerable with other men or or even their spouse, hmm. where they can't have honest conversations exactly. where they can't accept honest feedback. Because ultimately, you tend to because you're not vulnerable, you tend to take whatever feedback your spouse is giving you as an attack, an attack instead of exactly. as, as, a, as, a, as a maybe note to be better. Do you understand? Exactly. So we need to normalize um, men being emotional and men being expressive and us to be comfortable as a society to see that it's okay for a man to cry. Like, you know, when like, there was this popular uh, marriage on Instagram yeah. when, the, when the groom was getting married and he was I shedding know. tears and people were like, why is he crying? Oh, and like, oh, so it's okay. A man can cry. Why can't why he cry? Why can't he cry? Absolutely. He's happy. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I remember the comments. There were some comments that were like, you know, I was like, yeah, these are the kind of people we need to change their mindset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just like, definitely it's it's too it's okay it's okay for anybody to be emotional it's a human human. that's why we all have it it's a a human emotion it's not for one gender only 
to be expressive or be overtly like emotional no absolutely you know you're you hit the nail on the head you're absolutely right definitely yeah Yeah, so even with like um with my kids i'm very conscious of things like that sometimes i almost i catch myself i'm almost about to say it like yeah, because crying, it's even exactly. me sometimes I, <laughs> I know I judge. I even me like a split second, yeah. or maybe I see a man crying. Like I my guy, I, I know, I know. Like, calm down. Let's exactly. let him let, 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 let him have his moment. I'm like, nope. There's no reason to suppress your tears and everything. So yeah, I mean, we're all learning from each other. Like you know, it's one of those things where we probably should even remind each other every now and then, right? So yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, this has been fun. Is there anything you want to add? Because I feel like we talked even more than I thought we would. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, this was very... I, uh, please invite me back. Thank I, you so I, much. I'll be very, very happy to have you back. I'm sure there's a lot of other topics we'll talk about. Yeah, no. Uh, well, all that, uh, my last note would be to just be conscious. We're not putting blame on anybody. No. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. It's, to, it's to be more aware of the tiny things that we as a society have accepted, but really aren't acceptable. Very true. Yeah. So Very true. Just the more we have conversations, like have this, if you listen to this podcast, have this conversation with your spouse, with your siblings, yeah. talk about it. Because then you talk about it, then you can help remind each other of if you catch that person exactly. slipping, you can be like, uh, that's not acceptable behavior. That is, that you know? And true. that's how you get yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. I hope you have a good evening. You too. You too. All right. Thank Bye. you. And that's the end of today's episode. I would love to hear from you. If you've got a comment, I will be dropping a link um, in the description box for this particular episode. Um, I will also be dropping the Twitter handle of our guest.